0: Welcome to issue 82 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the Encounter Sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shake humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and with me tonight is Steve. Hello. What's going on, sir? Um, not too much. I'm recording a
1: podcast with two of my favorite people. Aww. Oh, my God. Who? Where? When? I am too.
0: <laughs> what? Wait. I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. How is it possible that three of us could be doing the same thing at the same time? That's wild. Hmm. That other charming and delightful voice you hear that comes across in metric waves is that of Mike the Wandering Took. How are you? I am
2: doing wonderful, Daniel. Good evening to you, sir.
0: Good evening to you. Back at you, um, Steve. Quick question for you. Sure. What's on your mind
2: today?
1: Oh, Daniel, I'm glad you asked. We have a question from our one of our favorite listeners, Meek. Oh, the, we
0: correct? do so love Meek.
1: So here's the question that Meek has: Is what is your top secret super plan for taking over the universe? I know oh. it's top
2: secret. And we probably shouldn't tell oh. you, but oh no, mine's already in motion. I got this. Okay. Okay, get this. Get this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you wait for a plague, right? Plague, pandemic, or something? Like that would ever happen. Yeah. Then you convince everyone that in order to, to cure themselves, that they should be taking horse dewormer.
0: Eh? Eh? Too soon. <laughs> oh. No, I, you can't see me, but my head is down, and I'm sort of sad with the realness of it all. Awkward segue! But... Steve, there's more than just super secret villain plans tonight, is there not? There is more.
1: Uh, We are going to do Collector Infiltrate the Museum Part 2. We're going to talk all about the encounter cards that come with the collector uh, in the collection. So that's our plan. There doesn't seem to be that many. No, there's only, again, this is a small set. There are only 13 cards in the set, nine total encounter cards once you remove the villain and his scheme. And there's only six by title.
0: Okay, wow. But if we recall from his scheme from last issue, he does load a lot of cards into his deck, right, from other places? Yeah,
1: you're putting in uh, standard Galactic Artifacts and one other uh, where they suggest the Menagerie Medley, but it could be anything you wanted. So okay. there's plenty of other cards in there that you're going to play against.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So he is putting a lot of cards in his collection. Mike, you had a couple thoughts on some unique, items that end up in his collection you want
2: to tell us about those yeah just as a just as a supplement to daniel's story i mean the collector's been collecting for years i haven't even gone back to look at all this stuff but as we alluded to last time the collector has collected not just things but also beings like some weird cosmic noah Uh, so for example he's collected rocket raccoon because everyone needs a trash panda in the museum and that one he did store in a cylinder. He didn't give him a nice planet to play on. He kept him where he deserves to be. Uh, he, we know he collects things. We've seen the Galactic Card Facts cards, and we'll be talking about them on a future episode. And then he s- starts collecting memories and thing, cherished keepsakes and things that are uniquely his. He, he's starting to trade in secrets a little bit. Uh, for example, he alone beyond the two people involved, knows the reason why Star-Lord and Kitty Pride broke up. And that is a, a cherished gift, that, a cherished item that he keeps in his collection, the memory of that all. Interesting. He has shed tears at rather poetic stories and collected those tears in vials, and he keeps those in his collection. Wow. Uh, preserving them for all time if Thanos destroys the universe. His, his own tears? His own tears. Oh, he's wow. he's not self-absorbed. <laughs> yeah, it's he's a fascinating guy. I mean, talk about an obsession going too far. There, there's lots of room to take this. And so, when we were talking about last week, why aren't vets in there? I mean, they they honestly could be, and it it would fit within the canon.
0: <laughs> well, that would make the scenario strikingly difficult.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I still like that you can lie in wait, and he he keeps that in his in his pocket.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some odd cards that end
2: up in the collection. And he's got one other neat thing in his collection. If you'll recall from a couple of weeks ago when I was telling you the story of the Black Vortex and Mr. Knife and Spartax being encased in amber. During that battle, Mr. Knife, that is Jason of Spartax himself, was encased in amber. And the Collector, who was chasing after everyone trying to get his hands on the Black Vortex, because of course he wants to preserve it for all time, uh, finds that he's missing it. He's missed it, it's gone, it's too late, but he's got this uh, empire encased in, in amber. So cool. if you're looking for Jason Aspartex, he is sitting right where he's supposed to be on some large planet somewhere under lock and key. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so we're going to look at these six cards, but I want to talk about one of them before we get into them. Um, it is our only minion that is in this set. Now, you'll get minions when you put in the encounter sets. But this minion, I think maybe he's in here as a representing, you know, how the collector's going out and getting stuff. Um, but it is the uh, Monarch Starstalker card. And you guys know this guy, right? Monarch Starstalker. Wait. I confess I had no idea who this guy was. Oh, come on. Okay, his name is Monarch oh. Starstalker. He's a blind, intergalactic, bounty hunting, gunslinging, biogenetically linked to a robot hawk that does the sing for him kind of character.
2: I want to change my answer to how I'm conquering the
0: universe. Oh, that kind of character.
1: Kind of guy. (laughs) Okay, so he shows up for like one brief moment nearly half a century ago in the Marvel premiere featuring Monarch Star Stalker in October of 1976 to very little notice. And that's it. That's it. We get him a little bit. Yeah, he's he he has a robot hawk that he sees through because he's blind. None of it. Why that is the case is explained anywhere. That's just him. Boom. This is what he. This is what he does.
2: Off you go. So. <laughs> he he's in one comic, pretty much. Oh my goodness. You know what? This is this is an Easter egg, right? This is the designers really digging deep and. Like, oh, yeah, yep. you know, some, some people will appreciate this. Um, wow. Yeah. He's
1: in one comic. But here's a pop quiz for you guys. Which animated movie about heroes does his comic book make a cameo in? Oh, my goodness. That could be anything.
0: Animated movie about heroes. Yep.
1: I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's, like, since the 2000s, I would say, right? Like, the last couple decades. It's, we're not going way, way, way back
0: okay all
2: right truly Um, animated or
0: 3d rendered
1: oh it's not it's not like bambi hand-drawn stuff okay it's it's yeah
0: i'll say um toy story 8 i'll say the incredibles
1: (laughs) both wrong dang you can see a copy of his comic book in the in the animated movie big hero 6
2: okay that's cool
1: yeah like somebody's reading it in one of the rooms so,
2: man, you must have watched a lot of movies to catch
1: that one. I have seen that quite a few times, but I never caught it, you know, oh. until I read about this guy. So,
0: wow. Well, let's start with him, Steve. So,
1: Monarch Starstalker is a unique minion, two scheme, two attack, seven hit points. He's traded with Bounty Hunter, and he has villainous and three boost icons.
0: It's one of the better minions of all time. I love it. Pretty
2: solid, right? <laughs> yeah for, for nobody. Oh my goodness. I wanna know where this robot hawk is.
0: Yeah, where is he in the art? He's not there. I guess he's off seeing something.
1: Right. He must be like flying ahead so so he can see, you know, he's by these pretty flowers.
0: Yeah, this guy's really good.
1: <laughs> Seven health villainous. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So in my head canon, he is like <laughs> collecting bounties for the collector, right? He's off there. Yeah. bringing in, in Rocket, going and collecting, you know, memories of Kitty Pride, whatever it is, however he does it. So.
0: Love it. Absolutely love it. Wow. All right. Cool. All
2: right, Mike, give us the first one. Uh, let's talk about the biogram image. This is an illusion. You attach it to the collector. Hey, you attach it. It's put into play. Eh? Uh-oh. Eh? Yeah. yeah. Forced interrupt. When the collector would take any amount of damage, with this card, face up into the collection and prevent all of that damage. Then place threat on the main scheme, equal to the amount prevented this way. Nice. Yeah, it's got one boost icon and a special boost. After this activation ends, reveal this card! I like that. It's it's a way of keeping the collection up.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's always going to get hit by Squirrel Girl, but that's fine. Well,
2: th- yeah, it's, it's another card that leadership <laughs> really just snuffs out. But it still hurts. It hurts uh, the Hulk. Yeah, it does. It hurts anyone who likes to hit big,
1: any any heavy hitter. Yeah, the the theme is really nice, right? It's an illusion of him. You target it, you know. You swing at it, it disappears, and you know, off it goes. Uh, and mm-hmm. he doesn't take any damage, and you've wasted time. So then, like threat gets put out there.
0: Right. Mm. No, it's a solid card. Oh yeah. So the art, the art is very um, reminiscent of what Del Toro looks like in the movies, right? Now from what I could gather last week like what he really looks like is this giant colossal bald thing with no eyes like just sort of like bright white lights for eyes but he takes these forms and I guess this is just one of them.
2: I think in the original comics all the elders kind of look like that kind of squat bald fat guys.
0: Yeah. But this art comes from the comics, right? It does. Yeah. No, uh, everything. Oh, I no, wrote, no, it always, has. A, no, I'm sorry. It has a, uh, it has but a it, credit.
2: But it looks like a lot of the art that comes from the comic.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching
1: forever now. It seems like the uh, animated series Guardians of the Galaxy. And this is very much what he looks like in that series.
0: Okay. So, okay.
1: Yeah. I think it can take on other forms probably. So,
0: maybe we can talk uh, sometime about when he became a guy like Tom Fagan or something like that. And, made a fake Halloween party in Rutledge, Vermont, um, and tricked a whole bunch of Avengers to going there and capture them. I definitely want to know more about that now.
2: That yeah. sounds amazing.
0: True thing. Oh,
1: Steve! What on earth? Look behind you. What's that box on your table? Oh, that is very inconspicuously sitting there. Oh, you want to open it? No, I think you better. Oh. Or Daniel. Daniel, uh, why don't you open it?
2: Where's it from? I don't know. Put it
1: there. It says, Weird. pair of... Electro. Huh. Hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. So, inconspicuous Box is a treachery. And the best-named card in the game. Yeah. Just right out there coming out and saying it. When revealed, put the lowest-cost card you control face up into the collection. If you cannot, this card gains surge. Um, It has a special boost icon. If there are three per player or fewer cards in the collection, put the top card of your deck face up into the collection.
2: This has lost me games. Yeah. Yeah. We almost got this. We almost got this. We just can't have another card in the collection.
0: And then sure enough.
1: Yep. And, and not only is there one of these boxes behind me, but there's one behind Daniel's because there's two in this set.
0: Oh my goodness. A lot of boxes. Love it.
1: That's a fun card. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. So it can, I guess, I I mean, I guess it doesn't really whiff, but if you don't, if you're playing where you're like, I'm not going to put stuff out. It, it, it surges, so...
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's... I mean, it, it hurts you. It doesn't hurt you badly, right? Because it only takes your lowest cost. So as long as you have a couple things out, I mean, the heroes aren't too upset. Unless, and this is going back to my campaign, unless you're Ms. Marvel and it takes your Bruno. Oh, boy. Or who has cards under up. him. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ah, oops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I've had it where it pulled off an Endurance and then I died. Oh no. Well, there goes three hit points. I'm dead now.
0: <laughs> he took your endurance. He yes. Your endurance.
1: <laughs> yep. it, was in my, it was in that box there. Oh, I love it. He added the whole time. All the time. Wow. Great card. So much fun. All right, next card. Uh, view the Cosmos. A treachery. When revealed, choose one. Put the highest cost card from your hand face up into the collection. Or. Discard the highest cost card from your hand, then place threat on the main scheme equal to its printed cost. It has two boost icons, and there are two of them. So I guess he does a double take looking at the cosmos.
2: Yeah. Oh? It bears mentioning that this set threat is a thing. It's not like the early days where you could just sort it off easy. There's a lot of things that can prevent you. There's a lot of side schemes in play, and you may not have time to deal with the threat. So that's, that's a hard choice mm-hmm. whenever this comes out.
0: Yeah, and it is a way to get events in there, I guess. Guess it is. So yep. there you there you have it. An event can show up in the collection. Avengers Assemble has been stolen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it. The main scheme starts with four out of ten, like, and then you could like I don't know, maybe you have an Avengers Mansion in your hand. There's four more, or you've got <laughs> you've got the whole, or you have to put it in, the, or you have to put it in the collection. So, you're already like one step closer to losing. You can, yeah. this can catch 22. You're like, well, if I put it in the collection, I lose. Oh, if I do threat, I lose. Boom.
2: Putting the entire Avengers mansion in his collection. Yeah. That's great. Well, Daniel said he makes these huge worlds. So, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right. Next up, guys, stay a while. This is a treachery. Two <laughs> copies in the deck. When revealed, in alter ego mode, choose to either spend two physical resources. Or put the top card of your deck face up into the collection. When revealed, and you're in hero form, the collector attacks you with +1 attack. If you take any amount of damage from that attack, put the top card of your collection face up into the collection. One boost icon. Yeah. It's um, I don't know what to think. There's a lot. It, this is very situation dependent. You know how bad this card is because he doesn't hit hard, but you don't want him to hit you. Or does it matter? I don't know. Right. If well. If you're in hero form and you block with an
1: ally, that ally is ending up in the collection. Right. Yeah. If, if it dies hitting for low, it's probably going to die. Right. Because with this plus one attack, he's now either a two, a
2: three, or a four attack. So I can see this being pretty rough in expert. Yeah. What's he? What does he have in in first form again? Is it just one attack? One yep, attack. Just one. One attack. So he, you know, some minions might, some allies. Sorry, they call them allies. Uh, some <laughs> of them might survive that hit.
0: Maybe, but he gets a boost card, too. So Yeah, I yep.
2: see that. Yep. Um, too physical in an Alter Ego is pretty tough. Yeah, because you just might not have that right combination. So. Yeah. I don't know about you, but that's the whole reason you go into Alter Ego, just to get cards and have a big turn. Yep, and you just took it.
0: Of all the cards in the set, this one seems the weakest. Well,
2: but it, it also plays a role that's really important. Yeah. It's giving the villain action advantage, which doesn't happen anywhere else. It's good point. It's having him hit you in a, just a slightly different direction to do the thing he's already trying to do. But you're right in that it doesn't seem as scary as the others.
0: Or as fun, maybe. Maybe that's my problem. Like the box is fun, and I think View the Cosmos is fun because you got a choice. Star Stalker is fun because he's the best minion in the game and he'd never existed oh, anywhere yeah. before. <laughs> Um I like the illusion card I like something like that but the box Yeah this is, this is just fueling him. The box is the best card in the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now Steve this is the last card of the set. I swear to god I've seen this before. I think you have. Con off guard is a treachery. When revealed discard an upgrade or support you control. If no cards were discarded this way, this card gains surge. Hey, what happens when you discard that support or upgrade you control? You're feeding the collection, Mike. Hey. And so now you get to do that twice in standard. Yep. Yep.
1: So. They've done a few reprints from the standard set, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, this is a good one. This is a good spot to reprint this one. And then it need to go off and make some new card if they already have this one, because we know what it does and yep. it's going to do it really well. Boom.
2: Another card in the collection. What I really appreciate about this. And we talked about it when we mentioned a mess of things and gang up that gang up looks too similar to the gang up in the core set. This caught off guard has a different border, so I don't think I've ever accidentally misfiled it. So I really, really appreciate that touch.
1: Yeah, that is good.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So in your collection of cards, it's where you want it to be. Exactly. <laughs> Every, everything has its place nice. under lock and key. Nice. What do
0: we think? Uh, I'm going to give it a B plus.
2: Oh, I'm giving this an A. Yeah. Definite A. And yeah. oh, I'm I don't know if it's a plus, but monarch in the inconspicuous box i mean this is a fun little set it's as a scenario it's harder to pick up and play because yeah. it requires well i wouldn't say it requires specific builds as it techs against certain builds too much
0: mm-hmm. i kind of wish this was a modular set or that you know monarch could go elsewhere <laughs> all right in the Daniel. the doing...
2: yes don't get yourself monarch can go wherever you want.
0: You know what? That's totally true. It's true. He's his own modular yeah. set. There's a new Critical exactly. Encounters house rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like but, oh, other one card sets that we have. Well, we
1: clearly need to make a uh, custom card for his hawk. So,
0: oh, yeah, God, it would have to be a two card
1: <laughs> set. Yeah, two card set. Um, but back to the collector. I I really like the scenario as a whole. I very much appreciate. That it is different, right? It is not the same punch, uh, put all, all my allies, let them block for me, build up, build up, build up, and then just wipe them. Like, it has a very different feel. And then, Absolutely. you know, and it does, it does what it's trying to do pretty good within its own set. Biogram, image, inconspicuous box, view the cosmos, stay a while, and caught off guard. All can put cards in the collection. And I guess Monarch, Starstalker could as well if he's killing your minions, right? With this villainous. Villainous, yeah. Yeah. So, but five out of six of these cards specifically target the collection, so they're really pushing the collector's win condition.
0: Well, and even Monarch does too because you have to kill him.
2: Yeah. 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 No, I I agree with you, Steve. I think the biggest issue with this is that the first time you play this, it can leave you with a bad taste in your mouth. I played a four-player game two people had a great time and it was totally good yeah, they brought i can see that yeah see but that. so i think oddly enough this is one that benefits from yeah. doing it ahead of time
1: yeah it, it lets it, i don't know lets you build decks specifically for it and people like to tinker with their decks so it gives you an opportunity for that um yeah
2: it does pose an interesting challenge in your expert campaign mode though the one where you're not allowed to change your deck Oof. yeah you have got to tech for this and go up against nebula and ronin Yeah, you just have to hope you luck through this, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, someone can can tell me all about how you did it. Mm -hmm. Well, all right. Uh, Well,
1: that is the collector infiltrate the museum. We'll talk about the other collector scenario at a later date. But until then, Mike, how can the fine folks
2: uh, get a hold of us? Hey, and we know you want to get a hold of us because you want to tell us all about your tier collection and what's in those vials. Give us all the juicy details. You can email them into our email box at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are critical encounters on the Facebook. And you can find us on the YouTube by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on the Discord, we are Vardane, BigFoamLoaf, Loaf, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Monarch Star Stalker, take us out. No one can hide from me.